previously on But You're Wrong. Yo, what's up? Yo, how you doing? You sexy motherfucker, you. Yeah. Get my dick card. <laughs> yeah, baby. It's like uh like you could uh like you could slap a towel on the table and break a concrete brick in half. Yeah, like a Japanese guy. Yeah. You know, except with like a bigger piece, cause they got small ones. Right, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the But You're Wrong Podcast. I'm Greg DiNicola. I'm Keith Fudela. Make sure you check us out every Wednesday, every Saturday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Be sure to check out But You're Wrong Facebook page, facebook.com slash but you're wrong. Please give us a like on there and follow us on Twitter at BYW Podcast. And on YouTube at youtube.com slash BYW Podcast. If you uh, like Keith, make sure you check him out on the Amazon Kindle Marketplace. We now join the But You're Wrong podcast, already in progress. Like I said, I'm, I'm tired. I haven't eaten anything in a while, and my glass of wine is probably going to get me pretty fucked up pretty fast. Yeah, baby. I just sent you a... Uh, I, I, actually, I don't know if it's sent. A dick pic? No. A it was bin? a... Uh, no, it was a video of me lamenting the fact that I had been waiting for you to come back online. Oh, okay. It wasn't that interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, so we finished. We, I got delayed at work because we finished the basement finally, and that just took longer than I I expected. Now, 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 for those of us who don't know, finishing the basement means. Oh, there's a. I talked about it, I think, before. There's a flood at work. Yes. And everything got ruined. Um, and we had to throw a bunch of stuff out, and we filled up one dumpster. They came, took the dumpster away, and we need to fill up another one. But for quite a while, it was just. It was too cold to do anything. Sub, sub zero temperatures on a regular basis. And then we were, now that it was getting nice out, we were like, we should just go and finish it. So we were planning to. And then, um, and then when that happened, we, uh, it just took a little bit longer, but it's done now. We're all done. We're all good here. Everything's fine. Situation normal. Now the, um, the guys that came and took the dumpsters, were they like the, the gut junk guy from, uh, hoarders? No, they were just like the waste management people. (laughs) They weren't like the gut junk guys. They weren't like, now do you really need this waterlogged piece of wood? And I was like, yes, I need it. See, I, it I reminds like, me of my mother who died very tragically yeah, 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was 50 years ago, but I'm very worked up over it still. So I need even it. Though, even though I'm only 28. <laughs> well, I'm doing like a hoarder thing. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like I like the head got drunk guy in hoarders because he's almost like part psychologist. You know, yeah, like he almost like he tries to work with them and like he he's more like looking to just get rid of shit. So he's kind of it's almost like he's trying to manipulate them into throwing out shit. Well, yeah, because that's how he makes his living. I feel like he's doing OK either way. <laughs> OK, well, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, he's probably doing OK, but like 
he's probably got a mother that's nagging him and is like, hey, Johnny, you know, yeah, you think you should be throwing out more junk? Your brother's throwing out more junk. Yeah, he's throwing out more junk than you. You you look like a fucking retard with you throwing away nothing. Yeah. It's, I, I don't apparently know. Apparently she's from Boston. <laughs> you look like a fucking retard. <laughs> You fucking mook. What do you got going on? What? You got a girlfriend? No. Why can't you just throw out some of your junk? He's like, Mom, I don't don't have any junk. I throw out other people's junk. Well, your brother throws out his junk. He does a pretty good job. Like, I don't don't know what your problem is. I don't know why you're going to die alone. (sighs) Mom. (laughs) Because you are. You are. Am I going to have any grandkids? Am I going to see any grandkids? No. No. You know, that stupid fucking cat that you got. That's the only fucking grandkid I have. Yeah. Well, my brother had grandkids for you. He's gay and adopted. It doesn't count. Yeah. Those kids, they're like black or something. I don't even know. They they ain't even his blood. I mean, it's very nice of him to do that, but they're not my grandkids. No. I make them them call me ma'am. That's why, yeah, that's why they call me grandma junk. (laughs) Grandma, yeah, junk is a whole is a whole family yeah, the, thing. Is that the last name? That was yeah. great if that was the last. Name. <laughs> that's the last. That's the last name. That's the. It, it it got, John Junk. He comes from. He comes. He comes from a long line of junk. And his, uh, his when your great grandfather in the old country, C- Cecil Junk. <laughs> Cecil Junk. He started the business. He had nothing. But a wheelbarrow and a and a broom, and he collected junk, and people paid him. People people fucking paid him. And then your brother got into it. You, you know, your your father, your your brother, uh, your your sister even got into it. And you know, yeah. junk is in a woman's business. <laughs> no, it's it's not a it's not a woman's world. It's a it's a man's world. Betty junk. <laughs> yeah, Betty Betty junk. Oh, the junk family! <laughs> what a great show that would be! Oh, I love it. Betty, there's just so much junk. There's just, there's just so much. There's just, it's just. You pull up outside of their house, and it's just junk is just everywhere. There's just so much of it. Yeah, just they're just bringing it back to their house, uh. like the. The, the the hoarders lady with the poop bags like they just brought it back to their house oh I love the I love it I love it can't oh. wait I'll I'll never forget that episode I just I can't I can't even deal with the it. lady with the poop bags yeah I, I don't know why would you collect so much poop it doesn't it don't make no sense it, I mean it just oh I don't know I just I can't even I can't even fathom why anyone would do that but Anyways, that that's that's another discussion for another day. That's another, yeah, yeah. So, Cecil wouldn't put up with that shit. No, Cecil. Cecil in the old country. It. Somebody's like, I got bags of poop. He's like, just leave them in the street. That's what we do. It's the old country. It's the old country. Hey, oh, it's, the, it's, uh, it's the old country. Just leave it in the fucking streets. Uh, what do you want from me? I don't know where the old country is, but I was going to say he gave just... it like an Italian accent, and his name is Cecil Junk. <laughs> Which is it's the only guy without a vowel at the end of his last name in all of Italy. <laughs> no, no, his name was uh, Junkiano, 
and then they sh- they abbreviated it to sound more American. Oh, okay. When he came over, yeah, yeah, yeah. Junkie, <laughs> yeah. The origin of <laughs> the origin, the origin of the of the word junk actually comes from him. Because when uh, the Junkianos came over and they Americanized their name to Junk, they did the same thing and had the wheelbarrows around, pushing around New York. Um, oh, yeah. And then when people had stuff they wanted to get rid of, they just said, hey, give it the Junk. And then they just started calling it, like, anything that was going away became synonymous with the name Junk. So they just started calling it Junk. And they were just like, eh, Junk. Get rid of this Junk, you know? Yeah. it goes to the Junks. So that's actually the origin of the word junk. It comes, it comes, it comes actually right out of, uh, right out of New York in the in the old days. All right, yeah, yeah, I'll accept yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, junky, junkianos became junk, and then their name became junk. It's like, uh, it's like mud, you know, the doctor uh, with uh, John Wilkes Booth, except a little bit better, not much, but just a little bit. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think I know that story. The doctor who treated John Wilkes Booth. Or was like supposedly involved in the conspiracy was was uh, named Mud. That was his last name. Okay, and, and that's why when they say, uh, "Oh, your name is Mud." Your name is Mud. They're actually not referring to like it being dirt. They're referring to that guy. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ah, where have I been? Um, I think I also see. I think I learned it from a couple of places. I think I picked it up um, from National Treasure, the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think it might have been the sequel, National Treasure Book of Secrets or something. Yeah. Um, I definitely heard it on the Killing Lincoln documentary with Tom Hanks that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, probably heard it somewhere else. Probably like on American Pickers or something like that. Yeah. They probably like That's popped cool. up and was like, hey, by the way, did you know? Like pop up American Pickers or whatever. I feel like they did that right. at one point. They no no no, no. they do do the pop ups yeah in between commercials. Well, no, no, they they do it actually during the episodes too. Do they? Yeah, I actually I was watch I've been watching more American Pickers lately than I used to. I don't know, maybe I've just gotten over the fact that they're slightly annoying. Um. Okay. Or or you're slowly turning into my father, but either way is fine. I mean, it's it's the thing is is it's not a bad show. It's just oh, no, it's not. kind of annoying. I get really excited when I'm flipping the channels at night and I'm like, I can't figure out what to watch just to like veg out and it's like American Pickers. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm watching. Right. I watch I try my my dream is that every night when I'm trying to go to sleep and like relax, I can watch either an American Pickers marathon or a Top Gear marathon or a Ramsey's uh, Kitchen Nightmares. So if like yeah. they could set up like a three-day schedule and just alternate between those, it would just make my life so much better. Hmm. Okay. So I'm just putting that out there to the History Channel and the BBC America. Yeah, I was going to say, you're if, talking about different networks. But if okay. you guys could fucking get together on this, I would fucking appreciate it. Yeah. Um, Let's do it for Keith. Yeah, Samuel Mudd. Do it for Hans. Sam- (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. Mighty Ducks, right? Mighty yes. Ducks, Mighty Ducks 2, <laughs> no, right? No, it's the second one, yes. yes. What's funny is you say it like he's like, Duva Hans, like it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but really, well, his it, name is Hans. It's just, but it's just Emilio Estevez that says I it. I know. Right? He's just like, come on, let's do it for Hans. Do it for Hans. Let's, yeah, he's like, he gets in there and he's like, let's do it for Hans. And they're like, fuck yeah. I mean, they don't say that, but like, it's got that feel to it. They're like, fuck yeah, let's do it for Hans. Yeah. And then they're like, for Hans. <laughs> but then like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to cut to like Arnold Schwarzenegger of the crowd. He's going, let's do it for Hans. Yeah. Come on. Oh. What are you doing? Let's do it for Hans. Like, I feel like that would be like what the Greenland coach would sound like. Or the Iceland coach. Gr- I mean, Iceland. Greenland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Iceland. Right. Sorry. I don't know if Greenland could get enough people together for a hockey team. I think they could. And they could get enough people It'd together. It'd be like for, half look, the country's population. Well, they could get enough together for the... Wait, hang on. You know what? No, I'm going to look this up because last time you were way off on populations. All right, I think... All right, all right. You want me to take a guess? Take a guess at the population of Greenland. I think there's 50,000 people in Greenland. Bullshit. Tops. Take a look. Wait, what did you say? 50,000. You know what? Actually, you're pretty close. <laughs> well, what is it? Um, 56,840. All right. Thank you. And I was underneath, so I won. You're the closest without going over. Going over, yeah. Um, now do you now you probably you're probably seeing it right there. Who actually owns Greenland? Don't look if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's well, I've already seen it. Oh, uh, okay. Damn it. Um, Kingdom of Denmark? Yes, Denmark. Yeah. Which, like, increases their land area by, like, 25 times. By, like, 25 billion. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, wow. All right, so they can get enough people together for a hockey team. Wait, how big is a hockey team? Is it is it more or less than fifty thousand? It is. <laughs> okay, here's the okay. thing. Okay, all right, all right, all right, fine. You're right. There's probably there's probably fifteen dudes or twenty dudes that play hockey in Greenland. I'm betting there's a lot more, but of 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 fit men to play. Um. I'm sure there's not that many on the level of like an Olympic hockey team. Yeah. Um but anyways, that's not the point. So they could get together, they could get together one hockey team. Okay. Maybe they could get together two, but there would be no point in getting having them play each other because there wouldn't be enough people to fill the stadium to watch it. Right. Well, yeah, that's true too. Wait a minute. I so I recently watched The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, the new one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is this Wait, does he go to Greenland? I I you just said you watched it. <laughs> but I'm trying to figure out. Were you asking me for? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it was more of a rhetorical question. I'm trying to figure out where the fuck this volcano is. It doesn't fucking say. There's Okay, it goes to is a it, volcano. Is it like the one that shut down air traffic in Europe? That that big one? Oh no, Iceland. it was it was Iceland. Yeah. 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 Okay, it was Iceland. Um does he 
All right, so he goes to Iceland, but how many people are in Iceland? What's the population of Iceland? Do you want me to take a guess again? Yeah, take a guess. This is Greg guesses world populations. I'm going to say there are two million people in Iceland. Two million people in Iceland. Okay. Let's see. Survey says, oh, you were way, way over. Really? Yeah. You know what my first guess was? 500,000. You would have been a lot closer with that. Still over, but a lot closer. Really? Okay. All right. 320,137. Really? Mm-hmm. What? See, like, I figure that a country that I know the capital of has to have more than, like, half a million people. But, oh, well. Well, now you know. Yeah, I guess so. Um, How many people were in uh, Reykjavik? I bet it's like the whole country. It is 118,488. So wow. like half the country. Yeah, basically. Um, okay, so that makes more sense because he goes to Iceland. It would have been funnier if I was assuming it was Greenland. But he goes to Iceland and he gets there and there's like – they pan – they. So they do something really – that's actually really funny and they're just like, oh, he's on the plane like going and it's like a normal like 737 or whatever. And they pan like through like first class or whatever and there's a row – there's an empty set of chairs and then they pan over and it's this guy sitting right next to him. And then they like kind of continue panning and then they show the plane landing. And then like it, they show the first guy getting off the plane and then Walter Mitty and then like that's it. And nobody else gets off the plane. Nah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then there's like nobody around and nobody else is coming out of the airport. And like there's nobody around and he only runs into a few people in town and stuff. And I was like, oh, that would be that would make sense if it was Greenland. But I guess it makes sense if it was Iceland, too. I, yeah, I mean, there's not that many people. Considering that there's no uh, there's there's only. Would you say 300,000 people? 320,000. Yeah. Um, just to get, a, just to get a, a scale of scope here, guess how many people live in the city of Boston? Within the city limits, it's like 600,000. 636,000. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And that's pretty small. That's, because... okay, that's twice the population... Of Iceland. Yeah. That's, that's because that's ba- Boston area-wise is tiny. Just everyone's packed in. Yeah, just packed in. Yeah. It's like an pa- asshole. Packed in like a, like a gerbil in Richard Gere. Yeah. Was that ever really found out to be true? No. Okay, so here's here's what I've heard. Okay. Is the origin of that of that story? Um, he was at he was out to dinner at a at a just a bar or restaurant or whatever, and there was a group of people being like loud and and kind of I guess rude, but they're mainly they're just being loud and kind of obnoxious or whatever. And he I guess he was close by and he said, "Hey, do you my guys mind like trying to keep it down or something like that?" And then one of them was a nurse that went 
to work and like she worked in like the emergency room or something and wrote like this fake report about Richard Gere coming to the emergency room with a gerbil in his ass. Oh, really? Yeah. And then it was like, hey, look what happened. And then like it kind of became a thing. But then I think later she was like, no, I kind of made it up. And Oh, wow. Huh. But like because because he was like, hey, can you guys keep it down? She got all defensive they, about they it. They got all uppity, and then she went back and was like, "No, fuck you! You had a dribble in your ass." Wow. So I mean, that is a pretty good like way to get back at someone. I mean, that's up there, but for like that would be good if you were a nurse and like your ex boyfriend or something like was was like abusive to you or like broke up with you and started like banging your sister or something like that like that that's the scale of it but somebody was just like hey do you mind guys do you guys mind keeping it down and she was like no fuck you gerbil ass lover and yeah he was like what you no 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 I, i'm not saying that she um i mean yeah you're right it's it's good it's just a, it's a weird no she, she's not justified in doing that that's a little ridiculous but yeah i mean it's a pretty good get back yeah you know that's all. It's, it's up there. Wow. Okay. Well, I I had no idea about the origins of that, so thank you. I'm not sure that that's a hundred percent accurate of like that's the origin of it, but that's what but I've been told. That's what you heard. That's what that's what someone once told me. That's what a gym teacher once told me. <laughs> thank you, George. Oh um, no, Jerry. It was Jerry. <laughs> That's what, a, that's has what to, a, it has to move as a result of contact. That's what a gym teacher once told me. Uh, so I bet I think that's you know what? Hang on, let's. I, it, Snopes has to have something, right? You would think. Snopes is they got everything. Snopes.com, We're Richard Gere and Gerbil. Lately, huh? What? We're really onto the Snopes lately. Only a couple times. Well, it's like two within the last three episodes. Um. <laughs> Let's see. Origins. Uh, contrary to widespread public belief, gerbil stuffing is unknown as an actual sexual practice, nor are we aware of a verified medical case of a gerbil having been extracted from a patient's rectum. Despite the assiduousness with which doctors record unusual items removed from patients' rectums in order to write them up as illustrative cases, we have yet found a medical journal article involving a gerbil removal. Doctors, like most people, often repeat urban legends and stories told to them by others as first-person experiences. Hence our stand... Um... Hang on. What is this shit? Jesus. Some may already be... Okay, sorry. Um, Hence our standard for declaring this truth is a peer-reviewed journal article rather than anecdote. The notion of gerbiling, not necessarily restricted to homosexuals, uh, the insertion of items into the rectum for purposes of autoeroticism is practiced by heterosexuals as well. See, we all like fucked up shit. Uh, appears to be pure invention, a tale fabricated to demonstrate the depravity with which, quote, faggots allegedly pursue sexual pleasure. What? Why, <laughs> Why does it say that? 
I guess that's part of it. I don't thing. know, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. Like similar le- uh, similar legends such as the promiscuous rock star, this tale has been applied to various public figures who are known or believed to be homosexual, and it was st- stuck with one in particular, Richard Gere, although the, uh, the uh, various targets... When it first appeared, it has clung tenaciously to Mr. Gear's name since at least the mid-1980s. Rumors that he had an emergency gerbilectomy at Cedars-Sinai Hospital in California have spread far and wide, and countless doctors and nurses claim to have participated in, been on hand during, or heard from a reliable colleague about the procedure. Uh, the rumor's spread was aided by an anonymous prankster who, not long after the film Pretty Woman led to a tremendous increase in Gears' popularity, flooded fax machines in Hollywood with a phony press release purportedly issued by the Association for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals claiming that Gear had abused a gerbil. But as a reporter from the National Enquirer found when he attempted to track down the gerbil story, there were no facts to be had. Okay, so maybe that's not the thing or maybe somebody got maybe my version is partially accurate and somebody got pissed off and then faxed a bunch of stuff out to everybody yeah um no i mean i I don't know i mean it sounds just as legit as anything else i've heard so so i mean that would make sense if somebody was like fuck you richard gear and sent out a bunch of fax machines or send a bunch of faxes out i don't even know what the term is anymore because i've never used one that's a lie I have. It's just I was going to say, time. you're full of shit. I, I, mean, just, I didn't remember the last time I used a fax machine. Uh, yeah, at my old job I did. A bunch. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, so let's tease this now, because I had an idea. We're not going to be able to do a live show for our 200th episode. Yeah. But what if we use the 200th episode to start some airing of grievances now that you've <laughs> left the... Uh, the old job. We got some stories that we can get out there a little uh, bit if you're, yeah. if you're interested. Yeah, I I think that that would be a good idea. Because we've talked about it and we're like, well, you know, we could talk about it another time. But now that you're out of there, there's some stuff that we can we can share. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. that. That sounds like a good idea. I think there's a lot of material there yeah i'm thinking we'll start with the 200th episode and that should take us up to like 280 maybe yeah, i was <laughs> gonna say it's gonna we, we could go for a few on that there's uh, there's so much once we get the ball rolling it's going to be fantastic but uh yeah no i i think that's a great idea all right so for 200 we will we will start um unleashing some um, hang on, I'm, there's so much going on 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 the smoking gun dot com. All right, so okay, I got some I got some follow ups here. I guess this article I'm gonna save for um for later for another day because we had teased at the end of the last episode. Another episode dedicated to Jonathan Lee Riches. Still, mm-hmm. still too big for his britches. Yeah, it's just just way too big. Just busted out of those britches. Um. Now I, 
I'm sure you didn't get a chance to listen to it because it went up the, actually the day that we were recording it. Um, when I said that I was going to bleep out who actually is the person, I did bleep it out. I don't know if anybody looked it up. If you didn't, though, get ready because um, this involves Nancy Grace. Oh, boy. Yeah. What a fucking despicable woman that is. She's the worst. Um, One of our least favorite people on this show. Literally. Yeah, she, um, she's close to the top of that list. In a Saturday exclusive, the Gossip Rubes at TMZ. <laughs> just the fucking worst thing in the world. Gossip Rubes. <laughs> Those fucking Rubes. Uh, reported that convicted killer Jody Arias. Uh, who who'd she kill again? Like her boyfriend or something? Her husband? She didn't, uh, she, I, she didn't kill I, her I, kids, I right? I I don't know. Jody Arias. She was on TV all the fucking time. She was. I don't remember her. It was. You confusing her with Andrea Yates? <laughs> no, Jody Arias. <laughs> I don't um, know who Jody Arias is. Oh, okay. Uh, she was charged, and I believe it was, uh, the murder and charge. Oh, she was convicted of first-degree murder of Travis Alexander. She was his ex-girlfriend. Um, it was all over the news. You reckon, you would, if you, they, sh- if I showed you a picture, you'd be like, oh, that bitch. She was blonde in all the pictures, and like, seemed, she had crazy eyes and stuff. Big forehead too. And big, uh, well, that I mean, yeah, obviously she's got to have a big forehead, right? Yeah, and then uh, and then she and then she started wearing glasses and like really like was like, oh no, I'm sweet and homely. Don't uh, don't look at the pictures that they show you where I, I look kind of crazy. So anyway. Uh, reported that convicted killer Jody Arias had filed a pro se lawsuit against Nancy Grace and Sheriff Joe Apayo, alleging, among other things, that she had contracted Hep C while in an Arizona jail and that the TV host had somehow intercepted her mail. Uh-huh. Uh, referring to new legal docs obtained by TMZ, the site noted that Arias who was convicted last year of murdering her boyfriend, had filed the papers without the benefit of a lawyer and was seeking restraining orders against Grace and the sheriff. Uh, The area story was picked up by a variety of news outlets, UPI, The Daily Mail, Perez Hilton, and assorted TV and radio stations that dutifully credited TMZ with a purported scoop. Except, of course, that Arias did not actually file the lawsuit, which appears to be the handiwork of an inmate notorious for such fraudulent court submissions. Yeah. TMZ did not bother to mention the that the Arias lawsuit sent by mail this month to the U.S. District Court in Phoenix carries the name of a second plaintiff, Christopher Alexander. The address given for Alexander on the lawsuit, as well as the envelope in which it was sent, is a state prison in Belfont, Pennsylvania. I know where that is. Um, oh, in fact, the envelope itself is stamped inmate mail, PA Department of Corrections. But Department of Corrections records do not show Christopher Alexander being locked up in the Center County facility. Additionally, the prisoner ID number included on the lawsuit and the envelope does not correspond to a current or former Pennsylvania state inmate. 
According to the lawsuit, Christopher Alexander is a relative of Travis Alexander, the man Arius murdered. All right, now let's take a side note here. Um, I know the prison that they're talking about because it's it's relatively close to Penn State. Okay. And you pass it, and you pass signs on the highway that's like, don't pitch, pick up hitch- hitchhikers. And you're like, I wasn't going to, but thanks. Um, so if that's true, like, I I could potentially just go and visit Jonathan Lee Richards, I guess, if I really wanted to, if that's where he is. Yeah, I mean, what would you say you're about two hours from there? Yeah. Yeah, that that's pretty crazy. Do we... See, Ro- part- road road trip? Yeah, part of me wants to be like, do you want to come out here and do a road trip? And then the other part of me is like, nah. Dude, 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 dude. Maybe we could like interview him or something. That would be fucking awesome. I know. Like, part of me I really wants. I would drive wants- for seven hours to get out there. <laughs> yeah. You kidding me? Yeah, like let's like let's meet up. I mean, you should probably just. Why don't you just fly? Like, take a JetBlue flight and then we'll just fly out the two hours. Yeah, I could drive. It'd be cheaper. We'll make, I'll go through like eight bags of uh, beef jerky and a pack of cigarettes. I, and I'm I, thought, I thought you were going to say eight bags of heroin. Well, I will go through I eight bags of heroin. Seymour Hoffman. And don't say it's too soon. Do not even say it's too soon. I, I wasn't going to. <laughs> um, it's never too soon. Um. Yeah. No. Let's. I'm. Ooh, I don't know, dude. That sounds like an opportunity right there. I think he'd be flattered to know that we talk about him so much. <laughs> he seems like a guy that really wants attention. I mean, he's in jail. What's the worst that can happen? I mean, uh, I mean, he would file some ridiculous lawsuit against us. That, yeah, and hopefully like we get tied in with some other ridiculous like famous right. person and, and then they're like on Google News and then some people might be like, hey, these guys have a podcast. Maybe I'll listen to it. <sighs> God, I feel like that I feel like that's I feel like that's, that's literally the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> I feel like that's I feel like that's not a terrible idea. Well alright, other than the fact that maybe you could like be grabbed and thrown into a corner and anally raped in the jail, but well, uh, that's a price. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that we're gonna like get arrested and then go to jail to see him. I'm saying we'll just go during visiting hours. No, I know. I'm just saying. So why you, would we get an- anally raped in jail? You never know what could. I'm, you never know what could happen in there. It's like the wild west. What are you gonna or, do? Go into the meeting room and like drop a bar of soap and be like, oops. And then bend yeah. down to pick it up with your pants Oops, around your ankles? my pants fell off. <laughs> oh, no. I have to get a belt. I hope I don't drop this wet bar of soap. Oh, my darn. My pants fall off all the time. How do you think I get any of the chicks I get? <laughs> <laughs> it just drops. and They go, well, all right. I guess so. And they're just like, well, there's a dick. I might as well suck it. <laughs> I think, All right, I, think I found out what's going on with your relationship, Greg. <laughs> Do you know why I'm single? Because I can't figure it out. I think <laughs> I think your problem is that I'm you're, immature. You're specifically targeting women that when you drop your pants go, well, there's a dick, so I guess I'll go for it. Yeah, well, I just got through with one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll leave yeah. it at that. And we'll anyway, leave it at that. Moving right along. Right along. Um, 
It is unclear why these facts did not trouble TMZ's crack staffers, who, in their defense, may have been preoccupied with breaking stories involving wrestling figures, the Kardashian family, and the latest celebrity porn release from Vivid. And that missing plane. Right. I don't think TMZ gives a shit. Uh, Neither does anyone else at this point. <laughs> only CNN, but that's about it. Oh my god! Yeah, all right. That's another story. That's Come another. On. That's another episode. So, who filed the Arius lawsuit? The prison in Belfont uh, is now home to Jonathan Lee Riches, a 37-year-old Pennsylvania man whose litigious exploits have been detailed in these pages while serving 10 years in federal prison for fraud. Riches filed. Hundreds of uh, fictitious lawsuits, naming as defendants a roster of celebrities and other public figures. A Pennsylvania Corrections Department spokesperson told the smoking gun that inmates placed letters anonymously through a mail slot and that prison officials do not review the accuracy of names listed along with the return address. Uh, Riches, who who was released from federal custody in April 2012 was arrested on state probation violation charge eight months later after engaging in a tasteless stunt in Newtown, Connecticut, two days after the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre. I think he went there and pretended to be the uncle or something of the shooter. I think was what he had done. Okay, not surprised. Um, seen at left, Riches has employed several aliases when filing his phony lawsuits, in part because... Court clerks nationwide are on alert for his phony complaints. I don't understand how they couldn't figure it out just from reading it. But we'll get to that in a minute. During the few months Riches was free before he was reincarcerated, he filed a federal lawsuit posing as the father of actress Selena Gomez. The complaint accused Justin Bieber of stealing a credit card and using it to pay for a penis enlargement. Why did I not see this one? This one did not come up on my news feed, I swear. How the hell did we miss this? That's brilliant. I will look for that one. Uh, (laughs) News of that lawsuit first came in another TMZ exclusive at the time of the bogus October 2012 complaint. Uh, Rich's Facebook page listed his occupation as a creative writer Mm, for TMZ. It's not wrong which is run by former TV journalist. Uh, I say that term very loosely. Um, Harvey Levin. Well, you know who he is, too, right? From the People's Court. Right, exactly. Uh, According to Pennsylvania prison records, Riches is serving a minimum sentence of 30 months on the probation violation charge and a maximum of five years. His earliest possible parole date is June 19th, 2015. Oh, so we got time. We do have some time. We do have some time. Now, okay. Now, let's pretend here for a minute that we are TMZ. Yeah, I do that every day. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> like you sit around and chew on a straw and make up shit about celebrities? So we, uh, no, I, pretend, I pretend that I'm Harvey Levin, that I'm that I'm a successful gay man that runs a celebrity gossip enterprise. Is Harvey Levin gay? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How did I not know this? He doesn't seem it. He doesn't come off as gay. 
Like I, I actually wouldn't have really guessed it, other than other than his obsession with celebrity gossip. That's the only thing that would make me think so. But uh, yeah, no, he 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 is. Oh wow! Okay. Hey, speaking of gay, for a second, did you see uh, Jodie Foster got married? I did. I did. I uh, congratulations to her. Yeah, I love Jodie Foster. I, I mean, wish... she hasn't really done much for me lately, but uh... well, yeah. I mean, she probably doesn't really have that on her mind either. Well, I, I mean, I'm talking about her movies. But... Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I yeah, thought no. you meant when you were desperate for some for some whacking material. Uh, yeah, I mean, she, I mean, honestly, the best she's ever looked was probably... don't say don't say taxi driver don't say taxi driver <laughs> no that's what i say when i'm trying to be really crude oh my god um, you're gonna you're gonna say bed knobs and broomsticks aren't you no i was gonna say the best she probably looked was like silence of the lambs um i mean she had like that wicked early 90s hair she kind of looked like elaine a little bit but i mean not that she looked like Elaine, but she it was like that early '90s hair thing. Yeah, but no, I, I don't know. Anyway, you know what? That's not the point. The point is, is that you know what, Jodie Foster, congratulations. I, I'm a fan, even though you haven't done anything good in quite a while. I am still a pretty big fan of yours. Yeah, although I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I'm really concerned now because I thought, oh, you know what movie I was thinking of? I know, I see what movie I was thinking of here. I think this was it. Contact? No, I was thinking a candle shoe instead of bed, not bed knobs and broomsticks. Uh-huh. I think it was candle shoe. I think I was getting those two confused. That's it. Okay. I, yeah. I, <laughs> Back on track here, people. Back okay. on track. Okay. Um. Although, side note on Jodie Foster, she was okay in Elysium. She was really good in the movie Carnage, which was, uh, I think it's one of those, uh, oh, what's his face? Uh, Roman Polanski. Oh, oh, speaking of anal. It was based, oh my god. <laughs> No, that was very well said. I just did not expect it. I just liked your reaction. Oh, my God. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. I forgot about that for a second. Um, yeah, it's um, it's based on a play. And it's really good. It's got uh, Jodie Foster, Kate Winslet, um, Christoph Waltz, and John C. Riley. Wow. That's all, a good cast. All very good. It's about... Two parents that get together because, like, their kids got into a fight at school, and then it just devolves into – and, like, as time goes on, it just devolves into, like, anarchy. It's 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 solid. It's good. I liked it. Okay. That's what she's done for me lately, and that was in 2011. Yeah. So, all right. Let's pretend here that we are TMZ, and we're looking at this uh... – <laughs> That's how we got onto that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I pretend I'm TV uh, uh, Let's pretend that we're reading this and see... Let's see how many times we think, hey, maybe this isn't on the up and up. Um, oh, this is going to be hard to read because it's obviously like typewritten, poorly scanned. So, okay. Uh, bear with me here. And it's him writing it. Yeah. Comes, uh, comes now... The plaintiffs, Jody Arias and Christopher Alexander, in pro se, facing the imminent danger and bodily harm, moves this honorable court to issue a preliminary injunction and temporary restraining order against Nancy Grace of HLN and Sheriff Joe 
Arpaio, um, of the something county jail. I can't make out that word. Um, both are defaming Jody Arias's character, which will cause plaintiff Arias from receiving a fair original. Oh, I'm sorry, fair criminal court hearing. I think she already had one though. Um, defendants have been broadcasting on HLN and CNN that Jody Arias is in a sexual relationship with Christopher Alexander, who is a cousin to Travis Alexander, and reporting plaintiffs are preparing to be married. That doesn't seem crazy yet. I mean, it doesn't seem true, but it doesn't seem crazy yet. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably not true, but yeah, I mean, it's not that outrageous. Uh, Plaintiff Alexander was just released from Pennsylvania Department of Corrections, and plaintiffs were previously pen pals for the last five years. Uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio intercepted sexual letters between plaintiffs and gave them to Nancy Grace for her to report that plaintiffs are planning to marry. Uh, This is an invasion of privacy. So far, this is the most coherent thing he's fucking written ever. Right. Nancy Grace also reported that Plaintiff Arias cheated on Travis Alexander with Plaintiff Christopher Alexander one day before Travis was murdered at a Phoenix area Super 8 motel. All right. Plaintiff moves to compel Nancy Grace from defaming plaintiff's character, which will cause plaintiff's irreversible harm if plaintiff's relationship is made public and cause plaintiff areas prejudice on her death penalty case. I feel like the word plaintiff's been used a little too much. Yeah, it's uh, Every other word is fucking plaintiff in this. Uh, Sheriff Joe, uh, Sheriff Joe is also violating plaintiff Jody Arias's Eighth Amendment rights? It's a little blurry. Uh, is Eighth Amendment cl- for for cruel and unusual punishment? I think so. Uh, I thought it was earlier than that. It looks like he's saying Eighth. I thought... Let's see. Uh, Google? Yep. Cruel Ooh. and unusual punishment? Survey says? Nope. Eighth Amendment. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I wanted to say it was earlier, but okay. Yeah. Uh, Plaintiff Arias was denied medical care oh, on two fourteen fourteen on Valentine's Day. Oh. Um. Oh no! Do you know what happened? Okay. So here's what happened: Arias's silicon left breast leaked, and defendants refused to treat her, which caused a fungal growth on her breast and a rash. Oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this, this here's the part where it took a turn. Like plaintiff's areas was plaintiff areas was denied medical care on two fourteen fourteen. You're like, okay, this seems legit so far. Like I, I'm not sure if Christopher Alexander is a real person or not, but it seems everything seems, I guess, maybe feasible. And then it says areas of silicone left breast. All right, I see where we're going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aries was also pricked with an infected TB shot, which caused Aries to get Hep C, and now she is not receiving treatment. This is unconstitutional. Sheriff Joe Arpaio also installed video cameras illegally in Aries' cell, invading her privacy, and films Aries while she is using the bathroom and sold the tapes to the media. Was it right. fucking? <laughs> All right, first off, Chuck Berry. I know the guy he's talking about. They call him America's toughest sheriff. 
and all this. Like he's the sheriff in Arizona. He's I forget where he was from before. Yeah, sort of like the New Jersey, New York area, probably. Um, yeah, but he has a yeah, pee the, fetish, is what is what it's saying. But um, do you think it, it says it's illegal? Do you think it's illegal to place cameras anywhere in a prison? Because I don't think it would be. Like, I don't see how it would be illegal to have a camera in the bathroom in a prison. It's prison. um, Maybe, see, I think it would be an issue if he was only placing it in in her cell. Okay, yeah. And and then also if he was selling the tapes to the media. Y- yes, I, I I get that, but but I think if they if if they came out and they were just like to protect everyone involved, like all all people will be all uh, inmates will constantly be monitored via cameras in their cell. Yeah, I think it'd be fine. But they were just like, no, we're just going to put it in this one girl's. I don't see why having I don't think cameras anywhere in a prison are illegal no i think i think like i said i think it would just be an issue it would become an issue and possibly become illegal if it, if they were targeting just one person yeah, yeah yeah but if it's everybody then or everybody in a certain like cell block or whatever like the most violent people or whatever that they decided to keep under like 24 hour surveillance I think oh i know they have cameras on them yeah like i mean in each individual cell right no like, they and they do because i i've watched the videos really well, I've I've seen stuff on TV. Okay, what are you fucking Jesse Ventura now? I've seen. No, I, I I've watched uh, Lockdown. Okay, all right, I have not. Um, additionally, Sheriff Joe Arpaio has an American flag hung in Plaintiff Aries' cell and forces her to say the Pledge of Allegiance during morning count or forgo meals, showers, and recreation. That's weird. Uh, That's weird. Okay. Um, plaintiffs are suffering emotional distress because of defendants' actions, and if no injunction is in place, plaintiffs will be embarrassed. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so embarrassed. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> oh, no, my name is Jody Arias, and I don't know where I'm from, but I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if that was actually what she sounded like for some reason? And they were just like, oh, she took the stand. And she was like, no, I don't think I killed anyone. I don't, oh, it was all in self-defense, yeah. Oh, no, I don't, I don't think so. And they were just like, why do you sound like that? Oh, I don't know. I just This is just the way I talk. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so German. They're just like, but Aries is not a German name at all. Yeah, but you know. Aries, Arian. Aries. <laughs> master race. <laughs> it's close. You know, master race, master bit to killing someone. You know, same thing, yeah. Same thing. It's, it's, it's how I get by. <laughs> or how I get off. <laughs> same thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, plaintiffs will be embarrassed, and Johnny Harris's constitutional right to a fair death penalty hearing will be violated. Plant plaintiffs respectively pray this honorable court will grant relief. 
that please. is that is literally the end of it. That was not as insane as I was hoping at all. Jesus, really? Yeah, Jonathan Lee Riches really toned shit down. What's wrong with him? I think here, here's what I think happened. He's getting uh, old. No, I think he listened to the show and he was just like, maybe, maybe I am too big for my britches. Yeah, I think maybe I just a little, little much, a little, little much uh, over the top. Yeah, he was like, I must be, I must be too big for my britches. That jerk off from Boston was right when he said Jonathan Lee Rich is too big for his britches. Yeah, that fucking guy. I thought I thought I was done with that guy, but nope, he's back. He's back. Um, I thought, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what happened there. That was that was that was crazy, but maybe he was just being so genius. Um. Oh, wait. Oh. Oh. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Um. Oh, my God. I think I I think I think have breaking news here. Really? Okay, so here's the thing. I mean, the problem is, is that when people hear this, it's two days old. But... <laughs> I know, but here's the thing. I just made the connection between con- and confirmed that jo- Jonathan Lee Riches is Allison Michelle Ernst because I found the Justin Bieber lawsuit.blogspot.com on a small side note here blogspot really needs to be better about people who create accounts but whatever <laughs> um, and he says my name is Jonathan Lee Riches aka Allison Michelle Ernst and I am the one with a bald head and a red dress I sue Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift Oh, okay. All right, not breaking news, but that's that's a news break. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Do we wanna do we wanna get into this, or, or since we were a little disappointed, do we wanna do? A, it looks like it's like four pages long. Do we wanna give a little taste and dive back into this later? Get get, get tease it. Tease it? Okay, I'll I'll go through the first page. I'll go through the first page. This is one of the handwritten ones, too. Oh, boy. Um, It is Jonathan Lee Riches, a.k.a. Aubrey Drake Graham. Is that somebody? Aubrey Drake Graham? That doesn't sound familiar to me. Not that that means anything, but... Oh, no. Yeah, no... You know who that is? Who? That's Drake. Oh, okay. The, the rapper Aubrey Aubrey Drake Graham is is Drake. I didn't know his real name. Um, he's the plaintiff versus Justin Bieber, Taylor oh. Taylor Swift, of course, Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. and somebody who I've never heard of called Grayson something. Grayson, I was trying to look up the name and I forgot the last word. Grayson Chance? Grayson I, Chance. No I idea who that is. No, I don't know. Grayson Chance. Um, let's, let's quickly look at him. Uh, is an American pop rock singer, songwriter, pianist, whose April 2010 performance of Lady Gaga's Paparazzi at a sixth grade music festival became a hit on YouTube. 
Um, I stupid. I don't know. I'm looking at I'm looking at a couple pictures of him. Seems like a douchebag. I don't know. Yeah. Seems, seems like a douchebag. He's uh, 16, so probably yeah. Yeah, it probably is a douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Um, was born before Modest Mouse released Float On. Probably doesn't remember it though. No, doubt it. Um, comes now. The plaintiff, Jonathan Lee Riches, aka Drake. I face imminent danger and bodily harm. When doesn't he? Like, yeah, he's always, always facing imminent danger and bodily harm. Um, the four defendants are my children. Oh, okay. And All I'm right. seeking custody of them. If this court does not, it's 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 funny because it, instead of not, it looks like nut. <laughs> if this court does nut. Uh, no, if this court does not intervene and save my children, they will become endangered species. Um, I want DNA testing. I fathered the four children. I have Justin Bieber's hair, Taylor Swift's nose, Miley Cyrus's ears, and Grayson Chance's... Take a guess what body part of Grayson Chance's he has. I will give you a hint. It is not the dick, but... Buttocks. No. Belly button. Really? Yeah, he says belly button. Belly button? Yeah, I have his belly button. It's a it's a match. It's a genetic match for the belly button. There's only two kinds of belly buttons. No, every belly button is unique. It's like a it's like a snowflake or a fingerprint. Yeah. Every every belly button is unique, Greg. Yeah, okay. Um, these defendants are in danger from adult pedophiles and celebrity stalkers. I see custody from each of them. I can provide the defendants with 24-hour security at the Federal Federal Medical Center in Lexington, Kentucky, with armed guard services surrounding barbed wire fencing to keep prey, to keep prey away from my babies. I think he means predators away from his Pre- Yeah, yeah. I assume prey, pre- yeah, I guess. Um, I feel I like can- it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I'm assuming predators, because otherwise it's like... Although I don't know why we're assuming he would make sense, but okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I can provide the defendants with three square meals a day, including... Milk, oh. milk in the morning, so their bones grow. Because they're just kids. They're just yeah. kids. They don't yeah, know but, better. Right, right, yeah. Um, actually, so I think I think this is different than the one that he was talking about before. Um, because this looks like it's this on it says it was filed in two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but it was posted in 2012. Yeah, a little I, bit of lapse there. I don't think this is. I don't think this is the penis enlargement one though. But this is. This is not. This is still a good thing. Um, I can provide to defendants with universal government health care. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the prison library can meet the defendants' educational needs. Yeah, you because know, they just go in and they read a book. 
maybe they get they get shanked in the in the encyclopedia section, but yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure they'll be fine. It's a risk I'm willing to take. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Don't. I'm not worried. Are you worried? No, I'm not worried at all. Um, I want to be a father. I always dreamed I could be. Each night, the defendants can sit on my lap, and I can read them bedtime stories uninterrupted. I mean, I'd let Taylor Swift sit on my lap, but the other two could go to hell. You wouldn't let Miley Cyrus sit on your lap? Oh, I forgot. I forgot Miley Cyrus is one of them. No, I, w- I would. Taylor Swift first, then Miley, and then Bieber, and the other one can kind of go to hell. Okay. <laughs> so, so you yeah, like... I, I'd let Miley Cyrus sit on my lap. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little into the second page here. Um, in my cell, I have one blanket, but we can cover up like a tent. <laughs> Talk about pitching a tent, huh? Um, I can read them spin magazines and the prison TV shows show bet and MTV so we can rock exclamation point. Wow. Um, I can play horseshoes with the defendants or we can go to the hobby and craft shop and make prison art. So we could send to their grandmother in Pennsylvania, which is my mommy. Oh boy. Yeah. AKA Keith Padale. <laughs> <laughs> if the defendants stay with me, they will be safe from the paparazzi. And this is I this is pretty this is pretty big. This is the is so far his best argument as to why he should be their their father. Okay. Um, because you know sometimes sometimes the wee ones get sick. Yeah. Um, but the prison commissary sells Hall's cough drops, so they won't lose their voice. Oh, great! You can't get those on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, that's that's just. He's thought of everything. I don't even need to read the rest of it. Like, let's just send send them to him. Yeah. I, I think that they'd be in better shape, really. Yeah, I think really that's that's really the best thing for them. At least Miley Cyrus would probably be in better shape. Probably would be. Yeah, no, she could probably use a few, few days behind bars. But uh, wow, uh, Bieber too. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, he ceases to amaze. I gotta say that his. I just. Uh, you know what? At least he's dedicated to something. Well, yeah. I mean, he's clearly insane, but he has a goal. And, I mean, you got to give it to him, you know? He tries. Yep. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he, he puts effort in. I mean, he puts more effort into this than I do just about anything. Yeah. he. I mean, he's in there. He's in the trenches every day. Pen and paper, typewriter, just... Hammering away, getting at the truth of the of the conspiracies, which conspiracy has not been said in this in this lawsuit yet. So. Yeah, that's. I, I'm looking forward to. Uh, is that in the rest of page two? Is that in page three? Maybe. We'll maybe, see. Maybe page four. I don't know. Who knows? 
Uh oh, page three looks like it might. We might have a little problem with page three. Oh yeah. But we, if we have to, we can skip ahead. I'm sure we can try and make some sense of it. Okay. Um, well, uh, I I think that uh, I think that we will, and uh, I hope you all join us for that. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe next episode. I don't know. Who knows? We may just do a. We may just hammer out another three episodes on Jonathan Lee Ridges. Make it a. a sixology. What's I don't know. What's a sixth thing trilogy? Like a sixology. Se- it'd be probably s- sexology. Se- se- sexology. Sexology. Yes, sexology. I like that. Um. No, yeah, we'll, we'll, it's, I don't know, we'll just, we'll fire them out like it's fucking, uh, like it's the Star Wars prequels, basically. Yeah. Just, just rush just them, out. them out. Just without, rush them out. No, without any conscience. Yeah, we won't worry about anything, and we'll just get them out there for you. I'm Keith Bodela. I'm Greg DiNicola. Remember, no regrets, and for the love of God, always wear pants. <laughs>